This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Melro 210, a We Hate Movies quarantine sideshow where we ask you to remain indoors but put on your sunscreen because we're having a little bit of fun today uh, as much as we can considering <laughs> oh, yeah. literally everything. Uh, but first I want to introduce uh, some good dudes from different neighborhoods. Uh, my good friend Eric Siska. I'm a dude. Yeah. Uh, Chris Cavan. Ahoy, ahoy. Uh, and Andrew Jupin. Yo, quick question: we, Does yep. this quali- now do we qualify as part of Aaron Spelling's dudes? Can we be in the dude spinoff I, show? Not in my current shape, man. I got to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I got to get to fucking Rhonda's aerobics class here with Jane. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, hey, we're the dudes' writer room. I like how Jane is like Rhonda. I've I've gained the grain from being pregnant. I need to get rid of this grain. <laughs> uh, we should say we are talking about Melrose Place. Uh, we are talking about Polluted Affairs, Episode 12, Season 1 of Melrose Place here. And now there's some interesting stuff going on here in the credits. I don't know if you guys are paying attention. Oh, absolutely. I, did, yeah. I was not uh, paying attention. Uh, Amy Locaine is out of the credits, but it seems as if, but no, no, but she's in the next episode. So they like, I don't know if this was just on a DVD thing where they took her out, uh, or whatever, but she is definitely out of the credits. It was a phased firing. (laughs) Hey y'all, I can't, I noticed that I wasn't A in this episode and B, (laughs) I'm out of the credits. Like I just imagine her going to the sound studio like... Anybody home? Hey, hey thought we're gonna film some place today, y- y'all. Y'all, why am I now cast as a uh, as as a female chef <laughs> that is in one scene? <laughs> I, I'm supposed to be Sandy. No, no, no. You're uh, Georgia now. <laughs> yeah, I heard there was a table read supposed to be today, but then someone said that I need to get lost. What does that mean, y'all? <laughs> Where is Sandy getting lost this week, I wonder? <laughs> is that my inspiration? Am I lost as a character? <laughs> no, we want you to fucking now, leave, is, please. Is, is Long Walk Off a Pier, uh, is that an episode title? Because that's what, that's what the letter ended with, y'all. <laughs> Ooh, I hope Sandy isn't trying to commit suicide, y'all. I just got a letter from Aaron Spelling, and it just says, get fucked. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, 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 did you hear the series finale is a fuck off and die? <laughs> I will say, uh, no, but she is in the next episode, and that's her final episode. I think she's, like, actually written off the show, but for whatever reason, she's just not in this episode, which does happen on TV shows, but it is weird that she's out of the fucking credits, and she's replaced by, like, Billy reading a book. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's like it, it must have just been a thing they filmed them out of order or something. Possibly, yeah. That's that's also totally possible because it's just it's odd that you know for all of these episodes so far, it's been a thing where like even if the the character doesn't have something to do, 
if you were an opening credit person, you got something. Uh, see Matt in this entire series. Exactly. Like, so it's odd that she's just like physically not there, which leads me to believe it was flipped out of order. The funny thing though is that the end credits, the end credits to this show are weird because it's kind of just more like weird LA footage, but there's a shot of her. It's a weird thing where like she's at a like makeup table uh, and it's in like a completely dark, like, like it almost looks like a black box theater and yeah. she's just there like you see her like from behind there's there's that and then at the end credits there's a lot of night exercising <laughs> Rhonda is doing a yoga routine for like a second and then you also see Jake in his chair just pumping one barbell nice yeah, dude. dude that's how he gets psyched up for the kill so they added they added Billy reading a book I did not even notice this <laughs> yeah it's like I got I, I can read everybody hey I can read <laughs> said, my dad got me the Necronomicon where's yours <laughs> <laughs> it's a first edition bill uh there is uh so yeah this whole episode is a story Allison uh I mean really it's it's mostly it's a story is Allison and this relation burgeoning relationship with this gentleman named Keith B story is Billy's credit woes <laughs> and a C minus story is uh. Jane trying to lose some baby weight and still kind of dealing with her miscarriage uh so we'll just go through the whole goddamn thing why not huh mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. So we start on, is it, do we start with, um, yeah, it, it's uh, Billy and Jake and Michael hanging out watching the be- baseball game? Well, so this is weird, though, dude. This is another instance where we have a totally off-brand cold open here. Because the first thing, while the credits are still technically going, is Allison is at this photo shoot with her oh, boss. Oh, right, yes, yeah. that's and right. And it's like for some like, you know, exercise clothing or something like that, and they're at the photo shoot. And the boss like deems Allison fit to have some new responsibilities, and she's like, "Oh, cool, let's get back to work." And then it just goes back into the opening credits, and you see the sign for like you know the Melon Roses storefront, yeah. just more shit from L.A. Yeah, this would usually be over. The credits would usually be over other scenes, <laughs> like yeah. they just make a second credits for some reason. And I think this is last second. We got to delete this Sandy storyline or something. <laughs> I got to bias like a couple seconds. I don't know what it is, but it's. So weird but then right after that oh hey allison got me a modeling contract wait that scene got deleted oh no uh, yes uh, hi i'm the director of the episode i can explain this to you we had a scene getting rid of sandy very easily she walked into a, she got into her car and it exploded uh, and we thought that would be the end of old sandy but then you know the studio said we have to do a whole episode <laughs> Where she doesn't escape Jake's clutches. He finally gets her. I would love that. And now she's like, (laughs) oh, my God, y'all, the riverboat strangler finally got me. (laughs) I thought we were friends, but he happened to be the riverboat strangler. I always wanted a really good role in a nice plot. I didn't think it would be a grave plot. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) I took the scenic route on that one. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, but th- th- that is true. Allison, uh, her boss, uh, is just like, hey, you know, uh, instead of the old boys network, we're gonna use the old girl this network. You know, uh, I-, I see something in you, I don't know what it is, but I see something in you. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give you some more responsibility so you're not stuck behind that reception desk forever. We do cut to Billy and Jake just watching baseball, drinking some beers, and uh, Michael shows up to do the same. And Billy just kind of lets everyone know that he's trying to get a credit. I'm sorry, he gets mail that he has been rejected from yet another credit card that he's been applying for. 
Right. He doesn't understand why he keeps getting rejected for every credit card. Uh, it's almost as if this is something he should have dealt with in high school or college. But hey, whatever. <laughs> uh, I do fucking love it, dude. Right when they cut to uh, Jake's apartment here, it's just Billy that's sitting in the living room watching the game. And like Jake has some ah, it's one of the fucking oldest baseball jokes in the world of like, geez, that's great, right, Billy? I love baseball because I can leave the room for 15 minutes and I come back and the same shit's happening. <laughs> Sports ball, it's great. <laughs> in that shot, though, Billy, the thing I'm trying to get to is it looks like whatever chair Jake has, I straight up thought Billy was sitting in a wheelchair. <laughs> okay. And I was like, what happened to Billy from last week? So that's what uh, his mother used to be in the wheelchair. He just keeps it around the apartment. Oh, fuck. It's like the changeling. Dude. Just an old haunted wheelchair. <laughs> around well yes billy my boy i can give you the loan but i will require your needs <laughs> you know, here's what happened. his writing is so good someone read his column and was so obsessed with him and then hunted him down and broke his legs <laughs> <laughs> oh please don't do this to me number one fan kathy bates no oh, oh you dirty bird and he's just like, oh, I yeah. can't wait to get a credit card. I want to buy a comic book, a bubble gum. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like he's just, he is, and he, like they're like, oh, but you know, you got to pay that back. And it's like, oh, you're never gonna pay that back. What are you talking about? It's, like, it's, like, it's, a, it's a yo-yo I bought off eBay. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> I'm hey. just messing with you. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> how, uh, how much use you get at that yo-yo, Steve? <laughs> I am you, using it quite a bit. Are you uh, terrible at it? I'm okay. I'm just really? okay. Yeah, I've I'm never just... been able to yo-yo. I could do it. I can't do many tricks, but it's, mm. it's a nice relaxing zen activity when you're just kind of hanging around. I better see some walking the dog by the end of this quarantine, dude, <laughs> or I'm calling foul, and that was a waste of eBay bucks. <laughs> it's always a waste of eBay bucks. I will say, though, uh, because this does get into um, uh, like a bunch of credit stuff and blah, 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 student loans, what is the dumbest thing you used on a credit card in your foolish days? Oh, I Because was... I've got mine. Oh, you have a specific one? Well, I would yeah. say one of the things that got me into trouble uh, early on was I used to, when we would have parties at, at our, like, you know, when we got to the point on campus when we were living in our apartments and throwing these lavish parties, I'd be the dude who'd be like, oh, yeah, fucking six cases of beer. No, like real big beer <sighs> distributor cases of beer. Yeah, put that on my credit card. <laughs> like that kind of shit. Like yeah. entertaining when I had no business doing that. <laughs> yeah, I think it was mostly alcohol for me or DVD. Oh, definitely. It's definitely DVDs. When I first got a DVD player. I bought like everything. I spent so much goddamn money just fucking buying every DVD of the movies. I just liked. Yeah. Yep. Oh, totally. And good, good thing you'll never have to buy them again because 480p <laughs> will never get better. <laughs> <laughs> it's the yeah. You you know it's, it's the best way it's ever gonna look. It's ever gonna sound. Uh, for me, I bought. Uh, a, a set of Ultimate X Men hardcover comic books that cost me up around three hundred dollars. That was so monstrously stupid. Oh yeah, I think I kind of remember borrowing those from you. <laughs> yeah, they were good looking books, man. They were pretty cool. <laughs> Where are they stored in your house now, Steve? <laughs> oh, I got rid of them actually. Oh, oh, oh that's yep. good. Yep, it, that's the move. There had to be a purge at some point. <laughs> Anyways, so that's uh, we cut to Allison and Jane. They're just out on the streets having a good time. Uh, Allison's really excited about this new work opportunity. They're about to go for a celebratory drink. And then they're approached by – or this they just run across this guy 
who's just got like a bunch of pamphlets at a table and he's like, Hey, you're looking for a date Saturday night? And they're like, Wait, excuse me? <laughs> I didn't see the the pamphlets at first, and I thought he was like, uh, uh, uh can I do your picture, lady? <laughs> uh, uh, dude, Kevin, I thought it was a fucking caricaturist too. I absolutely I it did. Was a male sex worker that's like, no, 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 I sit, we sit down. Yeah, the ladies can walk <laughs> up and down the strip. I'm gonna sit here. I got my whole office right here on the strip. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, come again. No, let's go under the <laughs> under the curtain. We'll get it sorted out. <laughs> I'm a uh, fancy gigolo. I have a table at uh, the Sunset Strip. <laughs> I think the weird the weird thing here though is, I mean, those people bless them. They can go out and get signatures and everything like that. I feel like the unwritten rule of signature gathering though is like. I don't know, man. Once the sun's down, can this just wait until tomorrow? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm out yeah. with friends right now. I might be intoxicated. Like, ask me for my signature in the morning. <laughs> and he's he's just like, oh, who wants a date on Saturday night? And she's like, oh, you know, and she's instantly flummoxed and enamored with him. Uh, it turns out he is a uh, oceanographer of some kind, an environmentalist oceanographer. Uh, and he's giving a speech on Saturday night. And like, he's like, bring your friend. It's kind of funny. because He's like, you should come and bring a friend. He's kind of looking at Jane. And I'm like, I'm wondering if he's like really hitting on Jane, but is like, oh, I guess Allison will do kind of a thing. <laughs> I think there's something to that, dude, because the end of the conversation is uh, he's like, all right, so bye, Allison. Bye, friend. <laughs> yes, totally. And I was like, I know which one you really want, Keith. You're just like, you know, whatever way the fucking cookie crumbles for old Keith, whatever. <laughs> He's like a lesson. And Allison's like, he is so fucking hot and it's like he's kind of a less attractive matt you know what i mean like he is a less yeah. attractive matt you like, know what he looks like he looks like uh if you made a human version like a real life version of uh what is the name of the the like daredevil character on the simpsons oh uh oh yes i can't remember it because lance murdoch yes it, it kind of looks like lance murdoch honestly if, you, if lance murdoch was based on a real person I, I got a real splice uh rowdy roddy piper and ed bagley jr <laughs> yes okay oh okay i could see that uh this is uh actor <laughs> william r morris uh He's a, he's a TV actor. Not, nothing really to say there in terms of his career. Uh, but other than, you know, we have not seen The Last of Keith. Let's just oh, yes. That this out is a, a long, apparently he's in Mystic Pizza. That's something. Never saw oh, that movie. I saw it once. I don't remember it. I oh, also never, I, never saw I it. I ate pizza in Mystic, Connecticut once, and it wasn't good. People will tell you that Connecticut pizza is amazing. I've I never had like it, and I, I just think, feel like the New I've Haven style it. or whatever, right? Yeah, there, there is good pizza out here. It's just, but not Mystic Pizza. I've had Mystic Pizza as well. It's all, it's yeah, terrible. It's just like a super thick piece of shit. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, I wanted a loaf of bread for dinner. Thank you. That's what they, that's what they referred to me as in high school. This, a super thick piece of shit. <laughs> loaf of bread that fell in marinara by mistake. It's pizza. Eat it. Super thick piece of shit. Cross the stage to get your high school diploma. I'm sorry. That was thick with two C's. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so that's kind of her thing. She does wind up. Go it's amazing. She goes back and Billy's like, oh, man, Allison, I just I cannot get a credit card for nothing. It's insane. I, I really got these comic books I want to buy. That, that's that's where the Silver Surfers came from, by the way. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Silver Surfer number one. That's on fucking Malachi Thrones credit card. <laughs> well, so, I mean, here uh, it's like the student loan debt is part of his issue. So 
and he he eventually says that he just wasted it all and like blew it on some dates and stuff. And I'm thinking that's also the Silver Surfer collection. Yes, for sure. That's, oh, sure. Yeah, that could be roped into uh, that. Absolutely. Well, oh, God damn it. Oh, yes. Okay. Black candles. Yes, I needed those. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, pig's blood by the bucket. Yes, that's good. Okay. Billy Silver Surfer. Mary! Mary! <laughs> what is Billy buying, X-Men? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Silver Surfer, that better be a spell book, young man. <laughs> that better be a spell book. Child cadavers, yes, that's me, of course. <laughs> new pentagram, of course, yes. <laughs> the new pentagrams are out. I do love because uh, yeah, Billy's just like he's his whole thing is he's like we, we can go through Billy's whole stupid thing right now, and then we'll go back to Allison because it's it's pretty much they are pretty divergent. Um, Billy uh, is getting all these messages from some lady, and he's like, oh, you're excited about your romantic entanglements. Someone wants to suck my <laughs> dick. Dude, it's insane. She's like, because he says something about, like, oh, I got him. Because uh, his whole thing at the start of this episode, it we don't need to dwell on it, but he's trying to fix their answering machine. <laughs> and when he finally does, which, by the way, it's like fucking Homer Simpson taking the hammer to the toaster. Uh, when he finally fixes it, there's all these messages from a Mary so-and-so, like, call me back at this number. And Allison's like, oh, who is that? And he's like, yeah, see, I'm not, the, you're not the only one who's uh, eligible around here. This Mary, mm, yeah, Mary, <laughs> and Allison. Like, that must be that hot lady I met at Shooters the other night. She's tracked me down. Like, how would she track you down? How would she track you down? And I'm, come on, dude, you did not get this girl's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Also, why doesn't she say where she works? <laughs> like, no, that's a great that's call. A, oh, that's a that's a credit that's a creditor thing. It's just like, hey, this yep. is uh, Peter Johnson. Uh, call me back. You know, I've, like, I mean, I've had bill collectors, and they usually say I'm from fucking this this collection agency. If you if you pick up, I think is the move. If I've you, got messages oh, really? like okay. that. I, yeah. I just I've never heard of this being like, yeah, just call me back at this number. Well, maybe you're not in as much scuzzy credit trouble as uh, William Campbell here, or that's, Stephen Sadak. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. When they got to bring out the real guns, we got we reached level Sadak. <laughs> what kills me about this plot is the level of debt is is not even that bad. It's two thousand dollars. His student loan from all of his years at college was two thousand dollars, and he keeps bitching and moaning about it. It's well, that's it's even worse though, dude. That's only like the loan that he took out. His parents paid for his whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's what drives me fucking yeah. nuts about this, this is, whole thing. He, bought, yep. he took out a loan just to throw money around in college and look like a like a little rich boy. By the way, adjusted for inflation in 2020, that's $3,654, which sure is a lot if you don't have any. But in the grand scheme of things, that's not an insurmountable amount of debt that they're making it out to be. Not at all. No. no. For it's Billy fucking crushing. Campbell, no. Also, especially because newsflash, ladies and gentlemen, look at what fucking college costs you now. This is a nothing loan. Yeah. But I think that that's kind of the weird part of this episode, which kind of to me is unresolved is what they're trying to say about student loan debt. Like, is it because later on, Michael uh, reams him out because like Billy's like, oh, man, these creditors are after my ass. I'm not going to pay it. And they're like, everyone's like, Billy, that's not a, that's not a solution, yada, yada, yada. And then Michael is just like, hey, man, because it, it twerps like you. I couldn't get a loan in college, and now the now the economy's in the toilet because everyone's foreclosing on their loans. What the fuck is he? Li- he's listening to Rush Limbaugh, isn't he? 
I think so. It's, it's, yeah, it's a weird reaction for this character to have. Welcome back to Tucker Carlson Live. We have Mike Mancini here to talk about the Lone Swamp. Am I right, Mike? <laughs> it is. It's weird because, like, I don't know if that's the episode trying to say any student, lo- any like shirking of student loan debt is irresponsible and therefore bad. You, you lousy Gen Xers. But it's like it's also like hilarious to look at the the scope of student loan debt in this time period versus what. Uh, has crippled the nation the lo- uh, well, where we are now. Well, that's like the whole thing is it's not, I mean, I'm sure it was predatory back then, but like predatory lending now is obviously like way out of control and colleges are more expensive and all of that shit figures into this. And I think like what Michael is at least trying to say in that moment is like, hey man, I couldn't fucking get a loan for med school, but here you got this fucking jerk off loan <laughs> that like... <laughs> You know, you didn't even bother to fucking repay. I, you know, yeah. he, he is getting a little Tucker Carlson about the whole thing. But it's it's just, it's a different, to say that now is way different to say that in 1992. Well, you know well, what I mean? Well, because he doesn't know that it's a jerk-off loan yet. <laughs> yes. He's well, not aware of that. I think part right. of the logic here is like, oh, well, you need to pay that back to the bank so they have money to then lend out to people. But that's not actually how money works, at least anymore. No, right. definitely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not like, oh, we're, you know, it's because it's, it's not a one-to-one. Your money's not a friend's house. Oh, it's a Billy's house. <laughs> oh, what the fuck's your money doing here? Well, I guess I'll spend it while I got it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's the whole thing. He winds up going to the, I mean, like, his storyline is, is useless. He winds up going to the credit union uh, or, or the, the, the student loan place. There's, like, some attractive lady there who's like, well, maybe I can charm my way out of this. She's like, absolutely not. It's the, uh, it's the, col- he goes right to the collection agency like he goes to the fucking belly of the beast dude, dude i would never go to a collections agency i wouldn't wouldn't have been a- left i would i wouldn't have been able to leave <laughs> yeah, that's right i'd be worried you know, you're not gonna be able to walk out the door you'd again. wake up in a bathtub missing your kidneys mm-hmm. <laughs> just like well now you just can't leave well yes <laughs> ladies here at vance packer's uh, collection agency you all have to dress like the fly girls <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know uh and she's what, like, well i think like this I think the loan manager here, the debt collector rather, is the most logical character yes. in the episode because he's fucking pitching his fit and trying to sell her on all of this about like, oh, I was going to be a writer and, you know, rent and fucking uh, groceries are so expensive and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, hey, do you think I fucking went to school to work at a debt collector's office? And she's yeah. like, mentions whatever degree she has. She's like, I work this shitty job so I can pay that shit down. And again, it's explaining to this numbskull that, hey, man, you you know, you know, need the cab driver job. You obviously need something else because that income's not enough. And, you know, then your writing has to come third to you figuring all that other shit out Just first. Just work Absol- at the fucking furniture store. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You're yep. a, you, that's the thing is he, he's a rich kid that is pretending to not be a rich kid, and it drives me fucking crazy. Exactly. I, you know that Malachi Throne is going to pay his son well over the fucking federal minimum. Yeah, I agree. Not so much the other employees. I agree completely that Barry is like uh, the the lo- loan uh, officer here is the best character. Second for me is Lucy, uh, Allison's uh, boss. Oh, yeah. She Another seems one. like the real anchor here to like try and be like, look. When this all goes blowing up, it's a problem. Exactly. 
so Billy winds up going to his mother, and he's like, listen, I actually, uh, hey. And, and unfortunately, Malachi Thorne is not there, which is a bummer. No. And she's just like, hey, I'm at the furniture store because uh, Malachi Thorne has been uh, trapped between Hades and Beelzebub's <laughs> fucking <laughs> third realm there. Your father and- couldn't find the coin to pay the boatman to cross the river <laughs> Styx. He's, he's just going to be down there for a little bit. Your father's stuck traveling on another paranormal business trip. <laughs> oh, you know him. He's on the phone with Beelzebub again. Uh, he went down to Nolans to find the soul of a virgin. <laughs> He'll be back someday. <laughs> um, uh, hopefully they don't bind him there. Uh, but no, she's just like, yeah. And he's like, oh, man, I got these student loans. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? We paid for your college and it was expensive. And he's like... Yeah, but I got to, I, 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 I borrowed two thousand uh, dollars to get skis, some dates. The idea that this asshole spent money on fucking skis. I am sorry. Skis are the first thing he says, which is hilarious. It's like that was his dumb. Like that was he was me at the fucking beer distributor. Yes, exactly. You know? Like th- that. That was his X Men. You know, hardbound I, comics. I think this is actually the episode that most like uh, touches on super nineties stuff more than any of the other ones. The skis, a eh? like skis being a huge fad, mm, like yeah. that, and the condom thing that we're gonna get to in a second, and <laughs> the the fucking whole scene where they're just talking about when Harry met Sally, when Harry met Sally, and then also there is some choice late 80s early 90s environmentalism is a fucking joke thing from Mm. billy at one point also so whatever he he winds up uh realizing that he needs to get a second job to pay it off and blah blah his mother is like hey we'll give you a loan and then i guess he decides not to do that because he wants to be more responsible well because no 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 because the whole fucking thing there is he's going in for a handout like all right, I'm just going to slip in, ask my folks for some money, and fucking skedaddle. And the mom, you don't see the scene, but the mom is clearly like, sure, we will loan you the money. And he's like, oh, the dreaded L word. No, I'll do it myself. (laughs) (laughs) And then he even goes so far as at one point to be like, well, you know, Allison, I think I should just move home and just save some money. A great idea, Billy. Uh, You clearly cannot keep your head above water. And like later on, even with the whole answering machine thing when he's fixing it Allison's like oh I'll just get another one tomorrow like no Billy you guys have to split that that's how that works he says and dude there is some disingenuous fucking Billy lines in this episode obviously but like he has some line where he's like oh you know what Allison if I had a credit card I'd go out and buy us a new answering machine right now first of all no you fucking would not nope. and then there's another line where he's asking the mom for money or whatever uh, <clears throat> he has some line about like I oh, because it's something about like oh, the creditors are after me now, and she's like, "Oh, Billy," and he says, uh, "I don't want to be a deadbeat." I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> you were introduced to this series as being a fucking deadbeat. Come on with that now." I, I mean, I'll tell you why he didn't take that load. It's not for the reason he gives. It's because he doesn't want the collection calls that come from Malachi Throne. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's oh, right. those ones yeah. will haunt you, nights. <laughs> William. Hi, it's your father. <laughs> I see that I only have two hundred dollars from you this month. <laughs> Oh, William, the chicken has come home to roost, has it not, boy? You know, has we, it not? We, you know, we haven't been able to find a sacrifice for this month. <laughs> you might just have to do. You know, Billy, I'm just going to put it to you this way at one point, son. You had two sisters. <laughs> Call me back. <laughs> 
yes, still on the answering machine. Uh, whatever. So that's kind of his thing. He decides to get another job, which you don't see. And like, he's learned a valuable lesson about living in fucking H.W. Uh, uh, w. Bush's economy. Yep. Uh, so Allison winds up. She's trying to get Billy to go to this uh, to this uh, uh, speech that Keith, just, Keith is giving. He won't do it. She asks Jane. Jane can't do it. Who does do it? It's fucking Matt. It's wow, fucking, what a shock. It's, dude, we have seen Matt get dragged to a fucking modern dance studio, a fucking <laughs> stand-up comedy set, and now an environmental this, speech. Now, this is almost his only character trait. Besides being gay and caring for uh, the, the teens at the halfway house, it's being available. That's <laughs> yep. it. Zero social life. It's like, and I guarantee you, she asked every. She asked Jake. She wound up going. She asked Sandy, who may or may not still be alive. Rhonda said no. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, I guess. Well, Matt's definitely Matt's a yes. It's, that's the thing. Is like, Matt's a yes for sure. Melrose well, won't you- go with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like all right. So, oh, Matt. Like they should start having scenes where Matt opens the door and he's like, "You literally asked everyone else, huh?" <laughs> What took you so long? Let's go to whatever this fucking benefit is or whatever. <laughs> what doing. is it? A box social? A fucking <laughs> improv comedy team? What are we watching tonight? Huh? Oh, my God. Yeah, Allison. Allison wants him to come to a fucking improv show. Oh, well, well speaking of fucking uh, 90s sports trends, what he wants, what, what, what Keith wants to do with her is scuba dive. Well, that's 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 just so. He, the, after the thing, Matt's like, "Oh wow, he's cute." Remember, I'm gay. Everybody, it's my yeah. only line in the in, in the show. Well, there is a real. Uh, they're they are trying to bend over backwards in that scene where she because Matt is like, "Hey, uh, you know, would do you want to come out for drinks with us or whatever?" And Keith thinks that they're together, and he's like, "Oh no, I didn't want to input." And they're like. Oh, what me? Oh, oh no! Oh, 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 yeah, no, I wouldn't be with him. No, he's a, he's a little, you know, uh, woo woo. Like it's like they're fucking doing everything, you know. And it's like you don't even have to just say you're not together. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But it says like, oh no, he's a go 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 gay, which they don't even like do that. They just dance around it until we just cut away rather, blissfully. Rather than acting in a lot of this, Courtney Thorne Smith is just giggly. Yep, she's acting like she's on a fucking game show this entire episode. Well, she's trying to be. <laughs> she's like, oh my god, I can't believe she's it. She's trying to be enamored. Smith, come on down. She's just try- She's she's in love. She's instantly in love. She sees this dude with uh, jeans and a tie on, <laughs> and is all into it. And like, yeah, so he gives a speech. Uh, they like it. They want to go out for a drink. Uh, and they're talking about scuba diving and they're talking about the ocean in general. He's like, well, have you ever been scuba diving? And she's like, well, no, that's that's unnatural, which I found hilarious. I don't know. Like, <laughs> she also mentioned, like, it's like, like a <laughs> fucking Amish person getting their picture taken. <laughs> she mentioned being from Wisconsin. So I guess it is. If it's not if it's not cow tipping, it's like, a big, <laughs> whoa, what is this? <laughs> and uh they wind up and, and that's thing she had she goes scuba diving with him and just because like he's like oh i used to be a scuba instructor so it's oh it's cool i have the equipment and blah 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 i'm like no 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 no, no. this is like skydiving or anything else like you need to go to a facility that has a liability waiver i'm not just like taking keith's old fucking air tank and just <laughs> diving hoping it works out while you are correct if we just have we have to back up to another bad decision here because she shouldn't even fucking be in that position. His whole thing is, hey, tomorrow morning, you want to meet me at the reefs? Is all he says. And I'm like, dude, don't follow a complete stranger to a reef. 
That's not a good idea. I don't care what time of day it is. It is. This is a very like 2020 Dateline. Like half of them take place on boats and half of them involve scuba diving. Yep, absolutely, dude. And it's the same shit, right? It's like, oh yes, Allison thought she'd met the man of her dreams, <laughs> and Keith. Keith was just, uh, you know, everything to make a perfect man. Great job, hunky dude that looked like a sexy Ed Bagley Jr. <laughs> Had used scuba gear he offered to her for free. <laughs> So, Allison, do you know what the bends are? The bends? <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah, exactly. Now, Allison, just remember, when we're coming up from the bottom, it's really important that you swim as fast as you can to the surface. <laughs> and hold your breath. Don't try to breathe for a long time. Uh, uh, so, yeah, they go scuba diving, and she comes out, and she's like, oh, wow, Keith, that was like a, an ocean wonderland. Oh, <laughs> Dude, she, I think she does use the word Wonderland. She does indeed she? use the word Ocean Wonderland. Holy fuck. Yep. And then if there is anything that should make any fucking person go flaccid <laughs> is she goes, you know, Keith, when I was little, I used to fantasize about being a mermaid. I thought they were the most beautiful creatures. Yeah. And instead of him running away, he's like... They are. <laughs> and then they start making out? No yeah. way! Just like every white girl on the planet, right? <laughs> I'm a mermaid. Um, I wanted to be Ariel. Of course, that movie had come out, what, like three years prior to this? Uh, so um, Bill, Billy used his student loan debt to buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally, a big screen adaptation I could get behind. Oh, man, that was riveting. <laughs> you know, hey, I took my whole freshman hall to see The Little Mermaid. It only cost $400. That's definitely the thing, dude. He's fucking buying out movie theaters. No, me and my friends can see the movie in private. All of the thing. All of the thing. So whatever. Uh, she goes back to work. She's all like, she's totally loopy. Like, I, I get, like, she's a, a naive character who's like kind of a little bit uh, uh, love struck here by this dude. And she actually goes out. She goes uh, to work, and her boss is like, "Hey, Allison, um, here's another big opportunity. You could review advertising proofs with me uh, tonight at my apartment. Just come, and we'll eat Chinese food and go through everything." It's kind of weird. Like she tells Billy, I think it's weird because I gave him my number both for home and work, and he wouldn't even give me any of his numbers. Kind of strange. <laughs> oh man, I fucking missed that line, but I think it's in. The conversation where he's like, before you start your fucking mantra about Keith, 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 listen to my answering machine problems. <laughs> but then also this is that scene is with like she's going to work after having like gushed about Keith all morning. And he's like, remember to recycle. Yeah. Like, yeah. We get it. Environmentalism is fucking well, hilarious. The, <sighs> the other thing is that Billy responds to what she says. and He's like, that sounds like a control freak. Uh, or something to that effect. And I'm like, I know what's happening here. You're <laughs> yes. setting it up so Billy is going to be the one who knew all along when Keith turns out to be an asshole. Right. And I'm and like, I'd be surprised his name is even Keith. <laughs> Where this ends. So uh, Keith shows up to her office and it's just like, hey, Allison. I want to make you dinner tonight. And, she, and instead of being like, oh, okay, uh, that's I, I, I would love to. How about tomorrow night or Saturday night or any yep. other night? Because I already have work plans that I can't break because I'm actually in the middle of – because I can keep two ideas in my fucking head. <laughs> but no, she's like, oh, I'll just get out of it. And she goes to her, her boss and is like <coughs> – I got to I'm sick. Oh, she doesn't even do that. She's like, dude, she says it to the fucking other assistant yes. who's helping cover for her job as it is. And the the woman is like, 
Like she says, Allison says something like, oh, just tell, you know, Miss Whatever, I'm not going to make it tonight. And the woman is like, seriously? <laughs> yes. You know, uh, and it's, it's fucking crazy because it's not like Keith was like, because there is some sort of hesitation. And I think he even has a line where it's like, Oh hey, if tonight doesn't work, we can figure something else he out. He absolutely says that. You know, and, <laughs> and she's like, "No, no, no. I'm just going to lie to work on the verge of this, you know, me getting new responsibilities added to my job. I'm just going to lie about this to hang out with this still virtual stranger who yes, took me scuba diving and managed to not murder me, but come on." So, uh um she does she sneaks out of that. She do, does go to Keith's place. We just sort of see them like drinking wine on the beach. Oh, I'm sorry. Before that, she she's like getting ready for the date, and this is when she's at her most game show esque. She's just like, "Oh my god, a date! I can't believe it! <laughs> I can't believe I want a date!" <laughs> she opens the door. Bob Barker standing there. <laughs> You're ready. <laughs> Would you like to date Keith on the beach or in Puerto Rico? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Spin the wheel. Uh, but she. You oh, do you get uh, a quick visual here of, again, their horrendous cat shower curtain. Yes, yes, I did notice that. It, it is, it's quite appalling. <laughs> it's really bad, dude. And Billy is just like, well, where are you going, Alfred? We were going to fucking watch baseball together or something. <laughs> and she's like, well, I got a date. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm blowing off work for no reason. <laughs> and he's like, oh, wow. What are you gonna get late or what? And she's like, Well, I've never, I've only had sex with two people. He's like, Yeah, that guy that fucked you in the back of that car. Ha! Oh, you, it's just so great. And she's just like, I really regret telling you that. <laughs> yes, but no, but she's like, Oh, Billy, I should have never told you that. But this confirms that her and Jake didn't fuck. I, it was, I think it was just mouth stuff. They were both just mouthing each other. Got totally, it. Yeah. Like, that like sounds some AJs right. or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Billy is seething because he thought for in like he had two weeks until they were gonna go to Pound Town. Yes. Like and like now he's like, oh fuck it, throws off the whole schedule. Yeah. All, right, all right, here, Alfred. If you're gonna go, be responsible. And he gives her a condom. She's like, oh, Billy, what is this? I thought my homemade <laughs> condom, Allison. I make them in the back. They're kind of just old balloons that I find sitting around. <laughs> when I'm bored, I pick them with pens. <laughs> I got. Oh my God. I stole the design from a friend. Uh, so she does go on a date with Keith, and it's lovely. And they're just kind of talking about their upbringings and all sorts of bullshit. Yada yada yada. They wind up on his couch. We're well, making- there is. We cannot skip over this fucking sextacular dialogue, dude. Please. So, so what happened? So Keith's house, by the way, he lives at Fifty Three Beach Road. <laughs> we're told. Uh, so he's got this like house literally on the beach. Or if you say that to a pizza guy, he's like, "Yeah, bullshit," and hangs yep, up. Exactly. <laughs> I live at. Uh, can I get four pizzas to Fifty Three Beach Road? Yeah, yeah. I'm at a uh, ninety-eight uh, House Street. <laughs> <laughs> And like Keith's telling some story, like they've wrapped up dinner and he's telling some story about the only time he froze was like uh, in his life was he was swimming and there was like a great white next to him or something like that. And then he's like, what's your most scared moment? And Allison just goes, now. <laughs> and then they just all start fucking making out hard again. And she's like, you had this all planned, didn't you? Yeah, like I didn't imagine it would work so well. Jesus Christ. I mean, the house is set up like a mousetrap version of getting ready to have sex. It's like, oh, yeah, now you just got to fall over this chair and you're going to be right into this beautifully made bed with candles lit everywhere. 
it's like this dude knew and what it was it is up. on the beach we see the view of the beach like this keith guy oh he always has to be near the ocean i don't know there's like a, maybe a troy mcclure vibe going on Oh, <laughs> it feels a very like the sleepest in seattle house yes uh it's got like many tiers but is like unassumingly small from the outside yeah, it looks like a big old shack, and then what a surprise! We cut to a set, and it's completely I, different. So they're fooling around in bed, and like uh, they're talking about, like they're joking about clothes or something. And she's like, "I'd like to see you in this," and pulls out the <laughs> condom. And he's like, "Why is there so many water and rocks in this packaging?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the insane. How do you look in this? And she pulls out the condom. Well, wow. she she first asks him, like you know, about his sexual history, and he's like, "Oh." Uh, and he's such a liar, too. He's like, well, I was tested. No, you weren't. And then he's like, uh, oh, and I probably had sex with less people than you. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. He also <laughs> clearly uh, slips in a a half-truth that he has just got out of a long-term relationship. Yeah. That's always great. And then yeah. he, she, you know, so they, they fuck. And then the next morning, like, she's wearing a shirt. And, like, they're having this long, languid, like, you know, just talking about stuff. And she's got to get the fuck to work. It's insane. And when you hear later from the boss that she is two hours late from work, like, I'm sorry. I don't care how life-altering that lay was. <laughs> like, you're on the precipice of changing the direction of your career entirely. It's what you've been working for. Like, come on. Yeah, you have to manage your sex addiction, a sex ad addiction around your job. You know, if now that it's interfering with your day-to-day -day life, yep. go to a meeting. And it's it's just also not convincing because Allison just this. I don't believe this that she just suddenly is like acting like this. Yeah, it's really weird because like you know she went on the you know she's been on dates before, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But cuter they're, guys. They're I'd counting say. on yes. us remembering how her character is so ill-conceived and barely fleshed out <laughs> that we'll just go with this. And we I mean, won't, that's we won't go it. <laughs> that's the thing about the Gilly stuff. I'm like, are they trying to like make her crazy? Kind of <laughs> like I don't understand this. And also, like she, you know, she's a 1992 Courtney Thorne Smith. Like she's had opportunities to go on dates before. Like you know what I mean? Like it's not let let let's let's cool it with this shit. Well, I think it's a thing where they're trying to emphasize like, oh, this is a character that's been so stuck on her career that everything else is like falling by the wayside. And now when you know, the other part of that gets picked up. She's, like, losing sight of shit. But they they set her up already to be, like, too smart of a character for that to happen. So it's just kind of weird that it happens over this fucking marine biologist. The most important part of this whole thing, and which is why Billy needs to get the fuck out of that apartment, is he wakes up, and Allison has spent the night at Keith's, and her, bed's, her bed is, you know, is still made. So he's like, oh, my God, she did it. And I think uh, Michael shows up. This is when they have the conversation about his student loans. But Michael shows up. He's like, oh, hey, Ke hey, uh, Billy, I got this uh, ecologically friendly pool stuff that Allison wanted to see. Oh, she's she like, no, she isn't. She got fucked last night. <laughs> hey, Melrose Place. And it's like, dude, could you not? Like, he's just fucking banging a dinner bell. <laughs> and it's great. I love it. It's, it's such good news. Fuck, I'm so happy for her. It's like, dude, like, this is not a, a platonic... The same thing happened when she spent the night with Jake. It's yeah. like, he has to fucking run his mouth to everybody. It's really weird. I guess they're trying to set up, like, he, they have, like, a brother-sister relationship is how they're... I don't know. Is that... Yeah. Oh, that, like, Billy is, like, looking out for her. Right, or, way. like, at least, like, knows, like, oh, she was, she was out last night, gonna tell mom and dad uh, that <laughs> don't exist. <laughs> 
Uh, so her boss comes up to her and she's like, Allison, you, you are two fucking hours late and you blew me off last night. She's like, I'm I'm sorry. I just I have this cold. And she's like, you're so full of shit. You better show up an hour early tomorrow, which is like a real. This, this is like practical probation kind of a situation. It's weird, dude. I've never once been asked to show up an hour early for work for some reason. I couldn't believe this fucking demand. Like. I don't know. Are you fucking paying me for that? Like, what is that shit? Well, I guess the idea is you're trying to make up the time you missed today kind of a thing. Sort I of guess kinda. so, dude. But there's a reason we have a fucking eight-hour workday in the United States. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this is uh, legal. This is California. They got the best labor laws. Fucking let's shut down D&D. Like, get them fucking closed for business. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you know, she winds up going, uh, she buys some crazy dress. She, she goes out to, I'm sorry, she, this is when she goes out to lunch with Jane. We should talk about Jane's bullshit story here, wherein she she is very nervous about having put on some weight with the baby. Uh, she's she has gained five pounds. She says, "Yeah, that's that's a uh, times that for three in quarantine." Uh, and, yeah, I think that was like my fucking quarantine week one. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, uh, and she's very concerned about that. So she goes to she's like taking classes with Rhonda. My favorite thing is she goes into Rhonda's class and like I love the idea that like women actually working out ju- was just invented. She's like, you know, Rhonda, I was reading about my Madonna, who was lifting weights, and then that Terminator woman doing pull-ups. <laughs> just like the idea that a next? woman... <laughs> exactly. While, while listening to Nirvana and Salt and Pepper? <laughs> she used a barbell, Rhonda. A, ba- a woman using a barbell? That's crazy. I thought that was illegal. <laughs> also, is speaking of illegal, is it illegal to say Linda Hamilton? Yep. Like, yeah, that was, was, <laughs> was she gonna fucking sue? Well, him? No one knows who Linda Hamilton is. I guess is the idea. Uh, yeah, that's the yeah, thing. We're, we're trying to we're we're trying to dumb it down for the normies. Uh, and <laughs> but th- that's kind of her thing. She winds up like you know doing all this stuff. So she's at uh, dinner with Jane at Shooters, and J- uh, Allison is raving about Keith's dick, um, and she's like, <laughs> I. I think I had an orgasm last night. Dude, it is insane. That is essentially what she's saying to Jane without actually saying Well, it. yes, of course. But she's just like, look, Jane, I don't know how it is for you, but my leg is still shaking. <laughs> it's 1992. It's illegal for a woman to say orgasm. Yes. Well, she's like, I know what um, the way she puts it exactly is I know what uh, Meg Ryan was faking in uh, when Harry met Sally. Yeah. Oh, See, Allison thought That's it was great. a myth, the whole female <laughs> orgasm thing. Yes. Well, that's just what Billy's been telling me. <laughs> I can tell y'all for fake. <laughs> that's fake evolution is bullshit. <laughs> Jesus Christ wrote a dinosaur. My dad was there. <laughs> the moon landings. Ever heard of a little guy named Stanley Kubrick? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, you know, and she's like, you know, I'm going to go back to Keith tonight. It's going to be so exciting. You also see, uh, her again, like this dude is making her do crazy things because at the beginning of the episode, she's proudly told Billy that she's never used her credit card. She like keeps it away in a drawer, like emergencies only. And when she shows Jane, she has purchased a dress that the two of them spied in a window at the beginning of the episode. And it's like, oh, no, Keith's got her using her credit card. Oh, no, well, she's, Keith- she's accruing credit for herself now. Well, Keith is going to be eventually like, hey, babe, use that credit card to get us dinner. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> hey, babe, I saw a cool jacket. It'll be good for my new job interview. Why did you buy it for me? Why don't, yeah. you get, why don't you get me a steak and you a Whataburger? Yeah. When I said I was a marine biologist, I was more of a re- marine biologist fan. 
<laughs> I'm just a uh, ocean enthusiast. Yeah, I'll get there, you know I'm good is for anyone, it. Is anyone here a marine biologist? <laughs> uh, no. So he, uh, she goes up to Keith's uh, beach house in this insane dress, and she's so excited to surprise him. She's got like wine, and she's gonna gonna have this great night. And Keith's on the phone, and he's like, well, "I don't know what you want me to do, babe. I'm trying to live my life here. You're living your life there. We're doing the best we can here." And Allison's like. Uh, yeah, dude, she comes in like all smiles with a bag of groceries. Like, oh, sorry, you're on the phone. And the second you can see like which way the wind's blowing on that call, she's like, uh, uh, <laughs> she like puts the groceries down on the counter. Keith gets a chance to skip out of this. He admits it's his wife. Well, yes, because he, he, she, Cause he, she he, asks about if it's a girlfriend at first. She's like, is that your past relationship? And then he's like, well, it's actually my wife. Well, because he's already got what he wanted, Chris. Now yeah, it's yeah. Uh-huh. now we're in phase two. Yeah. Sure, because <laughs> it's, it's it's the gaslighting that it's her fault that they are he doing. He does this. mention that he never sees his wife because she's uh, a lobbyist in D.C. And I'm like, what the fuck? An oil lobbyist? <laughs> Did he think like, oh well, it cancels each other out if I'm? Uh, I- Oh sure, it's like James Carville and his wife. Exactly. <laughs> because I'm like, yeah, well, what are what are the like environmental lobby? I don't think that exists. No, yeah. While he's picking up women on the street with uh, with a little desk and some pamphlets, <laughs> she's probably fucking some Texas oil guy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and he but should, it's, 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 it's feasible that it's the, you know you're lobbying on the side of the environment. Yeah, do they sure. exist? Sure. They're just underfunded, really. And they're, well, yeah, and, so. and they're paid by very good people, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I just love that, by the way, Keith moved to L.A. because he's on some research grant for this ocean activist group or whatever. And he's like, it's when they're talking about the house and he's like, yeah, one of our benefactors just told me I could live in their house here. So they gave it to me. And I'm like, did you fucking kill a family that lived on the beach? Dude? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, he might be hiding out. He said that he used to work at SeaWorld or something for a few years in San Diego. He probably like covered up some kid's death. That Absolutely. or the abuse of all those whales. That's 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 something Keith might do. Yeah, Ooh, definitely. you know what? He might have been getting a grant from John C. Lilly. <laughs> Who's that? The guy who experimented with uh, dolphins taking acid. Oh, sh- oh. that's awesome. And like mating with women. Whoa, we we gotta do this. Oh, that's a bit too far. I mean, this is a real thing that exists. So uh, have a Google on it. Is it still going on? Uh, No, taking applicants. I (laughs) might be. If you want to go to Z's, Eric, go ahead. Well, I mean, which part of that would you be interested in? Getting high with a dolphin or watching a dolphin have sex with a woman? Oh, man. Don't make Or having sex with a dolphin. Exactly. Maybe I could do acid and be thrown into a fucking tub and we'll figure it out. (laughs) All right, Eric. Now you're going to take all these tabs and then over here to your right, this pool is filled with the horniest (laughs) dolphins. Here are our options. You can just take the acid. You can take the acid and swim. You can take the acid swim with a dolphin yeah. you can watch the dolphin fuck a woman you can watch the dolphin fuck a woman with acid you want the dolphin you want to you want to see the dolphin fucker <laughs> uh so she storms away and is devastated and keith is like well here's my number which is my favorite part about this whole thing it's like yep. well now that you know that uh i'm definitely which is also weird like it's not like his wife is ever showing up, so why are you so protective about your number anyway? I don't understand why the phone number matters. I really don't. Like, that's a married guy thing. Like, they don't give you the number because they don't want you calling when the wife is there. But if the wife isn't there, that's the whole point. 
Yeah, maybe he's just bad. I at think it. he's got yeah. other women coming in. Oh, and he's definitely. Like, Let's keep the phone not ringing. All right, I might be entertaining. <laughs> all right, I'll give her phone number number four. This is my, my burners. I've got them all lined up here. Uh, so she comes back and she's like really upset, and her and Billy are hanging out. This is when Billy's trying to console her a bit about you know and he's mostly being reasonable here as as far as billy goes it's actually pretty fine except i think uh, i mean it's obviously a flaw of the prop department but in the world of this episode it looks like billy didn't fill those mugs with hot chocolate oh yeah that's and always- he's like oh here you go Alton, just drink some chocolate that'll fix everything and she's got a great line here she's like Oh, drink some chocolate, Billy. The way I feel, you should just drown me in it. I was like, oh my God, drowning in the chocolate. Fuck, I don't the know. fucking hot chocolate. It just goes back to the fact that Billy is like a little boy. Like, yep. It's just nuts. Like, he should be like, here, you want a beer or you know, a glass of wine right, or something? Yeah, something sensible. Listen, yeah. listeners at home, drink. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I work for the liquor lobby. <laughs> Alf and I, I just, I, I, I couldn't get my my credit card. I couldn't get the Super Nintendo. This whole week has been terrible for me. Alf and here's some Coca Cola, some Cocoa Puffs, and we're gonna watch the classic Rugrats. <laughs> oh God, is that brand new? Right, or is that even out uh, yet? That should have just been right. Yeah, new, right, just about right. Mm, nice, concurrent. Um, so she's really upset, and she realizes it's over with Keith because he's married. Like she won't. She won't do that, although it sounds like she's not she's not exactly that firm on it. Uh, eventually, she goes back to work, and her boss is like, you were supposed to be in an hour early. And she's like, listen, I've been having a lot of personal problems. And this woman is amazing because she's just like, instead of being like, yeah, too, suck it up, kid, or like, or you're fired. Because it's not like I, my, my, you know, my father died or something. It's like, oh, you know, I had this relationship with a man. And she's like really understanding, which is shocking. Yeah, I I appreciated this moment. But she, again, though, is like, all right, oh, that's fine. But, like, people your age fucking fuck up at this exact same time and ruin their career trajectories with thoughts like that. So just figure out, like, what it is you want to have happen to you. Oh, hey, Allison, sorry to call you at work, but this Tommy Pickles got it made. What's (laughs) what's his secret? Uh, by the way, I did look it up. It was accurate. That show started in 1990, believe wow. it or not. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. So, uh, Alfred, Alfred, run a tippy thumb next to you. Come and hope. No, I have to work, Billy. Oh, come on. I mean, oh. there you go. Billy should be a stoner. Yes, that would make so much more sense. Yeah. Uh, Alfred, we're going to do our Gabor Kathupo uh, power hour. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred, you better get home quick. I'm taping Claritha Explains It All. <laughs> it's time for Snick. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. Oh, that Ferguson. What wild adventures will he get up to this week? All right, all right. La, 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 la. <laughs> I could have played that dad, I think. <laughs> I would have made a good Sam. You know, Alfred, that show that sucked, The Simpsons, it's getting good. <laughs> getting real good. <laughs> Uh, So that's I mean, like I I forget how this ends. Like she winds up. uh, She goes uh, back to him to Keith, right? She goes back to Keith. Oh, that's right. Yes, and and Keith is just like, listen, Allison, my marriage is over. It's just sort of not officially over, but pretty much she's over. And she's like, are you guys separate? He's like, no, she lives in Washington D.C., so it's like living on Mars. And it's like, not really. (laughs) 
Yeah, you can get a coach to coast flight, bud. Uh, but she's just like she kind of hugs him, and they kind of end it on like clearly she's making this mistake, kind of. Well, because it ends on him saying, "Trust me, it's yes. all going to work out." That, yeah, well, it, it, he doesn't say, "Trust me, I'm going to get a divorce." Trust me, I'm going to leave her. Trust me, uh, I'm drafting this separation notice right now. It's it'll all work out. It's going to work out for Keith and Keith's fucking <laughs> dong, dude. <laughs> Don't you like the way my dick looked in that condom? <laughs> my cock is dressed by Billy. <laughs> I don't know if we mentioned it, but just one last thing here. Uh, Allison dodged another bullet this week because after all the shenanigans of the past few weeks dealing with Billy, she offers to let him pay off the loan on her credit card? Jesus Christ. Well, because, yeah, because he's like, oh, I got to move home. And she's like, no, Billy, that would be terrible. Here, why don't you just, yeah, take it out on my credit <sighs> card. Like, dude, you will annihilate your she credit. She is such a doormat. And she's been giving him money and helping him out so many fucking times. And, and Billy's very excited because all of a sudden that scheduling issue he thought he had earlier, well, it's gone off the table. <laughs> so he thinks he's about to get it in like four days. And now he can fucking use her credit card. That's, a, that's all he's wanted. It's like, how do I get that credit card? <laughs> it's just amazing. So, yeah, this is actually the beginning of a saga, a Allison and Keith saga. It's a couple episodes long, if I'm not mistaken. It lasts for a little bit. Yeah, I think it might even roll into season two. Ooh. I don't know. I don't remember for sure. But uh, so, yeah, this is a this is a big up, guys. A little. Uh, that's kind of all we got to say, unless we got some parting shots. And, you know, are you excited to continue on? We're going to start with Eric Siska. Oh, man, this this episode is something else. This whole Alice. Allison needs to become a character quick for me. <laughs> um, but, you know. I, there was Billy to hate, so there was that. Um, I'm interested <laughs> to see where the saga of Keith goes. I have really no idea where it could go from here. I uh, hope the wife shows up. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to continue, although I hope we don't have to, but I know we will. <laughs> uh, Christopher Cabin. Well, Eric, uh, the problem with uh, making Allison a full character is that Courtney Thorne Smith sucks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes. and she cannot; she wouldn't be able to hit, hit those eyes. By the way, if, if someone listening hasn't seen the uh, her appearance on on Late Night with Conan O'Brien, where Norm Macdonald was also there, definitely look it oh, up. Oh man, it's hilarious! Incredible. It's one of the best moments in late night television. I agree. It's uh, or just comedy in general. It's my personal favorite. Uh, I will say one thing: I was very nervous about this whole episode. Is I thought this was the beginning. Of Jane having an eating disorder. Yes, I was and nervous about that too. That and, and I was like, "Uh oh, don't do it! Don't do this! You're yeah. you're gonna fuck it up. You know you will." Yeah, they, uh, they kind of they, they fold that into like just she's depressed about losing the yeah. baby. And, it goes nowhere. Like she okay, she's she signs up for a class for with one of one of Rhonda's classes, and then we never see the resolution or anything like that. No. Well, and, she tells Michael that she lost you know that remaining five pounds or whatever, and it's basically. It's a scene where she's like, I thought losing that would make me, you know, just erase the pain of having the miscarriage. And he's like, well, I told you that's not true. Good balls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, it, it, this is, uh, I, I wasn't crazy about this episode, but I am very interested to see how they make this. Like like Eric, I don't know how they make this Allison Keith thing last for much longer. I'm very interested to see how they do that. Uh, Andrew Jupin? Uh, yeah, well, one of the ways is a few episodes from now we introduce that wife, so don't worry about that. Also, uh, Allison's very stupid, so it's going to go on <laughs> for as long as she falls for it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, this episode, it was trash, but in finally some nice trash. I mean, like 
just seeing someone engaging and having like a torrid affair at a beach house. I was like, okay, this is, you know, the Melrose place that, you know, made me start tuning in uh, as a lad, you know? Um, and yeah, as far as continuing, absolutely. Uh, uh, I will be on hand a few episodes from now, actually. So as we already teased last week or next week, rather, is Sandy's uh, next week. But then also in just a few more weeks from now, uh, we get the introduction of Daphne Zuniga's Joe Reynolds. That's of course. A, it's a big tur- turning point. We didn't big, I did not expect to get there uh, before quarantine ended. But here we are. In just a few short weeks, dude. Yeah. It's episode 15, so that, we're already on episode 12. When the show started, she thought she was still going to get some uh, drift off of Spaceballs, but that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm down to clown, of course. Yeah, of course I am as well. I think this episode's uh, pretty ridiculous with the student loan stuff. Uh, things that I'm still battling this day. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and just all the, just looking at the Gen X version of student loans or whatever, kind of what we thought about student loans from a Gen X point of view, yada, yada. All that to say, I'm down for this ridiculous uh, 90s throwback. Uh, so we're going to see you guys next week. Actually, tomorrow on the Patreon feed, we got a pretty big, a uh, pretty big drop coming up, which is the Catsmentary, which out. is a singable commentary to the movie that nobody liked, 2019's Cats, which I hope killed Tom Hooper's career, but we'll find out. Uh, <laughs> so that's there. We've already got an episode. We dropped last week an episode of No Country for Old Men. We've got stuff coming up on. Uh, we dropped our Scooby Doo episode this week. We're, and we recorded an animation damnation of Scooby Doo. That'll be out this month. Tons of stuff coming up. I also want to push you, if you are interested in this show's merchandise uh, and or social justice, to check out. Go to whmpodcast.com. Check, hit that merch button. It'll take you to our T Public store, wherein all of our 2020 profits from the beginning of this year all the way to the end will be donated to Black Lives Matter adjacent charities uh, from, via Act Blue. There's a ton of great char- charities that they're getting wrapped up in and split out from. So, Please check that out. And or uh, there's also a link there that you can check out that uh, that that split anyway. So that'll be great. Uh, I was looking up one other thing. Uh, you know, uh, no, never mind. But I will say next week's episode also. Uh, is it next week? Mm, no, maybe the week after. Two weeks from now, guest star Radon Chong, by the way. Ooh, wow. I'm excited about that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so that'll do it for this week's Melro 210. We will see you tomorrow on the Patreon feed. We'll see you on Monday on the main feed. Have a great weekend. Stay safe if you're out in the streets. Uh, I have been Steven Sadak. Andrew Jericho. Chris Gavin. Take it easy and remain indoors. That was a HeadGum Podcast.